What's up and welcome to Champions of Lore, a show where each week... Uh, I, I already script. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> What's up and welcome to Champions of Lore, a show where each week we talk about the awesome lore behind some of Idle Champions' coolest campaigns and characters. Every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time here on Twitch.tv slash CNE Games or later on your favorite podcast service, B. Dave Walters and Adam Evans talk about all the Idle Champions lore that's fun to know about. If you're there, live in the chat. You can leave a question that I, Trevor Best, will ask them later in the show. But until then, Aaron, B. Dave, take it away. Hi, I'm Aaron M. Evans, an author of the Brimstone Angels Saga, a six-book series set in the Forgotten Realms, featuring three of your favorite idol champions champions, Farida Havilar and Mahen. I'm also the author of the forthcoming Empire of Exiles, which if you've been on Twitter, may, you may have noticed, wait, this way, wait, wait, uh, wait, has a new wait, cover, wait, finally! Right ah, yeah. That's what it looks like. My book has a face. Uh, and a very nice quote from Ed Greenwood on it. So if you have not listened to me yammer about pre-ordering, what a great time to pre-order now that you can see what you're pre-ordering. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's a link in the tweet. I'm also a content designer for Idol Champions, um, and I place it so yeah, I'm not just scholars. Yeah, but go go pre-order the book. Do it now. Do pre-order the book. Uh, we've all done it. All the cool kids have it. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> now, now you've uh, seen the cover. There's nothing else to wait for because you already know that uh, Aaron M. Evans is incredible. Uh, <laughs> hi, hello, B. Dave Walters, reanimated corpse here. Uh, if, uh, <laughs> You know, I'm halfway through my Lich transformation. That's why the camera's off. Uh, if, you, if you haven't heard, yes, I caught the silver bullet of COVID at uh, Gen Con. My streak is over, unfortunately, but that's all right. Uh, because I had to extricate myself from the bed long enough to come here and talk about the Dark Lords. Dark Lords. Uh, I think I know. You know what's funny? I literally just did that exact thing, Trevor. Not realizing. <laughs> <laughs> here to help. Yeah, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah so we're gonna we're gonna be talking about some uh some dark lords because uh today uh during the event of agiron agiron agiron's day hi got it um voronika is coming to the game look 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 at look at that it's up here it's over there it's over there voronika voronika is coming to the game and uh she spoilers she's a dark lord um and so we thought it'd be fun because we've already talked about druids uh and, and whatnot and apparently i was even corrected that we talked about Aladrin because i did not remember that either so there is another th uh, aspect of vornica that we have not talked about yet and that is dark lords uh. so uh while my camera tries to uh get me to to be a green screen right now is yep there's a little bit of campfire out there uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh where do we all want to start with dark lords well, let me talk a little bit about uh, Voronika in particular. Yeah, well, let, that's well, a great hang on. place to start. You know, I just said I was going to start there, and then I'm not going to start there. Let me let me say something <laughs> about Dark Lords more generally. Um, I'm uh, I'm 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 coasting on fevers and vibes right now, y'all. So, um, so uh, what the Dark Lords are in Ravenloft is the they're prisoners. Uh, it seems like they have these kingdoms, um, but they don't. It is they are people that have done terrible things in life and then were chosen by the dark powers uh, to be put into Ravenloft, um, the, the dread domains, because um, Ravenloft uh, is technically only uh, one place. The dread domains are all of them. And it is a world where it's like the Twilight Zone monkey paw, where you got exactly what you want, but you're still miserable um and that is what they are so it's like um again as we've described before it is a system of dirty bubbles <laughs> <laughs> where uh, again on the surface it should be idyllic but it just 
isn't. Dude, the, the way you described that made me think of a, an SNL sketch with uh, Adam Sandler, where just like, if you're sad at home, if you go to Italy, you're still sad in Italy. It's like, if you're sad as a villain here, you're still going to be a sad villain over here. Well, especially when it's like, hey, what's everything you ever wanted ever? Here it is. Also, I mean, it's it's very much the vibe of like you, the old man in the library with all the time to read yep. the his reading glasses. Yeah. Like that's that's what Ravenloft is about. Yeah. It's time. a lot of like you get what you want, but you don't get what you need. Exactly, mm. exactly. Um, in in all of Dark the domains, aren't very introspective. No, they're not. And in their domains are a reflection of them. So you can learn a lot about them by paying attention to what their domains are. So Voronika is a dark lord that we created uh, for the Black Dice Society, which was part of the plan from the very, very, very beginning, uh, although it didn't happen until episode 40. Um, so that was by a wide margin, the longest con I've ever pulled on anybody now. Um, <laughs> the fact that it's in the very artwork. Well done. Yeah. It's in the artwork and no one noticed it. It's in the artwork. Yep, that's true. <sighs> that is true. That's all true. Um, so Voronika is the Dark Lord of the Domain of Koshmar, uh, which is a place that uh, V created. She created Voronika. She also created Koshmar um, as their as their home, um, which was just kind of a nice place out in the Moonshade Isles, you know, super chill, no big deal. Um, and then some terrible things happened, uh, which I won't tell you if you don't know. Maybe you should watch the show because it's kind of great. <laughs> or listen and, to it. Or listen to it wherever you find Option. your podcast. We have the world's hunkiest podcast editor. That's true. Uh, and Koshmar was plucked up and dropped into the dread domains. People have asked me about this. Um, like, for instance, uh, Barovia, when Strahd became a Dark Lord. It's like, are these places physically picked up and taken mm. away? Um, and the answer is both. Um, some of these places are gone from the prime material plane. Some of these places are created from scratch. Mm -hmm. uh, Barovia was taken from the prime material plane when Aslan Rex, who we'll talk about in a little bit, left Barovia and just went out into the mist. Darkon was formed around him from scratch. So the answer is both. And I'm going to mm -hmm. stop monologuing for a second. It's okay. <laughs> Give uh, your voice a break. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I, I mean, you mentioned Barovia there, and I, I think, you know, most people, when they think of a Dark Lord and whatnot, because it is so tight, uh, so closely tied to Ravenloft, Strahd is one of the first people that uh, comes to mind. And yeah, I think I also think Strahd's kind of like the um, the the picture example of the Dark Lord, where it's just like mm -hmm. he's got everything that he wanted, but sort of, but not really. But, but not he really. also hates everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the old the OG version of Ravenloft, which you know was the original D and D horror setting. Um, Count Strahd von Zarovich is a legally distinct Count Dracula, <laughs> um, and Ravenloft is his actual castle, like his physical place where he chills in the domain of Barovia. So that's where the word Ravenloft comes from. Mm -hmm. It's a combination of his mother and father's names, I think, if I if yeah. I recall correctly. King um, Barov and Queen Ravenovia. Yeah, damn, well done. <laughs> um, so the original game, um, the mists surrounded all of the area, so you couldn't leave ultimately, but the kingdoms were just kingdoms that kind of bordered each other, like uh, Borka and Falkovnia and Darkon and stuff. It's just like, no, it's over there type thing. Um, the idea that they're even far more siloed in the mists border everywhere uh, it's kind of a, a new version of, of this, like, um, 
latest uh, edition of Ravenloft because they I brought like, back. Hmm? I like to think that the mist is what makes them the dirty bubbles. Literally, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and one thing I've mentioned before, it's it's. I mean, horror is difficult to tell a horror story appropriately, but one of the best things about Ravenloft is there's aspects of storytelling that are like mad lazy in any other setting <laughs> that just work great in Ravenloft. Like you just go oh to sleep God. one place and you wake up in another place, you know, like the mists roll in and now, you know, yeah. things happen. Yeah, you know, yeah. you're in Barca. That exactly. is true. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 you had a weird dream, roll initiative. Yeah, like all of that. Yeah. That's, that is uh, very handy because oh, transitions are frequently the worst. I did mm -hmm. just realize that I literally did that at my Ravenloft game where I was like, you're having a dream, roll initiative. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can there in a way that you can't in the other settings. It's know? true. Um, it's true. So yeah. I, I think one of the things, though, that I, that I wanted to, to ask here, though, is um, what is it that uh, what what is it that gives a Dark Lord power? Like, how do they... Uh, go about getting that like is it something that you can pursue or is it something that just happens is there somebody that decides on this so there are entities known as the dark powers that have never been explained or expressed the dark powers choose these people i say people not everybody's people like in um, blue spur it is uh, an elder brain from the mind flayers so not every dark lord is is a people um, but the dark powers choose them and bring them here and basically trap them. Uh, nobody knows what they are or why, mm. but Ravenloft is physically located in the Shadowfell, so it is under the kind of the, the purview of the Raven Queen. So by extension, they must have something to do with the Raven Queen because she's not going to let these people just be. Yes, Aaron. I have a developing theory that the Ooh. dark powers are actually B-Dave Walters. What? <laughs> I mean, for like the last year and a half, they yeah, have been. Yeah. been. <laughs> well, and for the live game, for the live game that we did at Gen Con, uh, the audience was the dark powers. Ooh. And, and, and oh, really? I, I, I allowed them to toy with, to toy with the people as, as they willed, you know? So yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. so good. So again, it's, you just have to have been terrible in life. And for some reason, they find you to to an unknown end by by an unknown power. Mm -hmm. Quite frankly, I think it's uh like I said, there's stuff you can do that would be mad lazy in any other thing. I think that was a conscious choice that it's just like dark powers, bro. I don't know. I mean, is what it is. Yeah, yeah, could be anybody. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So, uh, but the 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 direct correlation between the Raven Queen and Raven and Ravenloft, I mean, besides even the fact that her name is in it, has never like clearly been expressed in mm -hmm. the current iteration. There's the Ezra, Lady of the Mists, who is a god inside Ravenloft, who is a projection of the Raven Queen. Which the mm -hmm. way I told in the story that it's like basically just every once in a while it's like putting your head down in a pool and looking around. You know what I mean? She's like, "What the hell's <laughs> happening in here?" Okay. <laughs> All right, great. You know, yeah. I'm gonna go do more Raven Queen stuff. It, I, it's kind of like uh, the DM putting in their like their their character into the campaign, so they could just occasionally pop up and be like, "Hey, I'm here. I'm doing things." I I don't know what kind of person would do such a thing, Trevor. That's a, <laughs> that that seems completely made up. Yeah, you're right. Uh, how how dare I? I'm just making <laughs> up terrible lies and slander. <laughs> freely, freely has been to Ravenloft. And spoiler alert, he didn't care for it. <laughs> I can't imagine he would. Yeah, can't imagine that he would. Yeah. How yeah. does that feel? Yeah, just every time turn on that divine sense, and there's undead and fiends everywhere, and it's like, oh, okay, well, great. Right. Is, 
is is um does becoming a dark lord mean that you're going to get a dread domain like is that is that kind of like hand in hand yes although um not all dread domains are created equal um mm. dark lords like strahd um aslan rex have entire kingdoms you know with thousands of subjects so falcovni is the same way uh the headless horseman literally has a bridge um the ha- the house of lament <laughs> is a house Sorry, yeah. that's yeah. sure that where they're just like, "Hey, good news! You get to be part of the dread domains." Like, oh, I awesome! A dark Lord, you got a yeah. bridge. You're like twenty feet. Yeah. Do, do I at least get some of the dirt that's on the other, uh, the each end of the bridge? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. no. That belongs Sorry, those to are... the dark powers. Keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> I I must admit that is objectively worse. By the way, speaking as somebody who's in quarantine, you know what I mean? They're like, yeah. "You're a mortal. You are lord of this land that is roughly ten by ten. <laughs> you know. Um, but oh, there's th- there is there is some non-specific correlation between how evil you were in life and how big your domain is, though. Um, mm. but I mean, but also I still feel like that's worse. You know what it's I mean? So where it's so much worse. Yeah. Like, like that's the thing is like, okay, there's a tipping point. There's a point at which you are too evil to pros to be processed along the normal sort of life after life schedule of everybody else. The dark powers have taken notice of you. They have plucked you from, you know, existence and said, you are trapped here with everything you thought you wanted, mm-hmm. right? You have gone over the edge and what do you get? You get a bridge <laughs> and you're just like, why did I even bother at that point? I feel like you're like, I have made the wrong choice because <laughs> this is it. This is actually worse. Yeah. Unless, unless the headless horseman is just like super fulfilled by just cutting people's maybe, heads off. Maybe the you headless know? horseman is He's like a so tiny giddy. house person. Yeah. And like, okay, I feel secure. I feel secure and safe on this bridge. I don't yep. feel like, you know, the whole world is spilling in all directions. My agoraphobia is sated by right. just having this bridge, which is all mine. You know, this, nobody else can be here. This this is one of those things like remember. I the, understand this. Rem, rem, <laughs> well, remember the debate of, you know, Cthulhu is pleased. He will eat you last. And it's like, no, Cthulhu is pleased. He will eat you first. You know, it's like the uh, dark powers are like, we're going to give you something a little manageable, bro. A little manageable. There you go. I you just, see the whole thing. Yeah, that's yeah, that's I like that. There's something kind in there of like, you don't want to rule a c- kingdom. That sounds like a headache. Your job is your 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 dominion is you can cross this bridge, you can't cross this bridge, you can cross this bridge, but I'm gonna cut your head off. Well, see, so I just imagine that the, the the headless horseman just like up in the rafters of the covered bridge with like a story, just like, oh, I'm just so freaking ready to cut off a head. <laughs> Get away. Exactly. Yeah. Guess what oh. we're doing today? Yeah. Um in uh in Van Richten's guide near the end of the book. There's so there, there's there's very significant um, um, chapters on most of the major domains, and then there's mm-hmm. just kind of a list of little ones near the end that you kind of can mm-hmm. uh, um, just like prompts. And one of them is uh, the Vague Detective Agency, where she's literally a detective, and it's her office, what? and that's the Dread Domain. Yeah, what? <laughs> she's got a gun. She's got a flintlock pistol. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah, that's her thing. So again, she's literally a workaholic to the end of all things. Foggy's got a gun. Uh, I'm like, thank you. That's been our show. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yep. Um, so there, there are quite a few uh, uh, Dark Lords out there. 
Yep. Um, and like like we said, we've mentioned Strahd, but yeah, I think one of the other ones is is someone else that you've mentioned, Aslan Rex. Yep. Um, the the big old lynch boy. Um, yep. that's my name for him now, and I'm not giving it up. I mean, uh, it's not inaccurate. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, recall that we've talked before about how Greyhawk's number one export is evil wizards. Yep. Um. Not sure why. That again, not only it's something about Greyhawk that not only creates evil wizards, but they all immediately want to leave Greyhawk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like uh, ohio and astronauts exactly that like i need to go so far yeah yeah how do i get as far as possible away from ohio (laughs) exactly i need to depart earth yes um yeah so aslan's deal was uh he was a king um in greyhawk uh he killed his own son um iluk um no eric Iluk is one of the cities there eric i think is his son killed his son um and left and stumbled into the mist and ended up in Barovia. Uh, he and Strahd had a bromance for a while. Um, they're very much kind of a friends to lovers subplot there, or else the fact that they're so mad at each other doesn't really work if you think about it. Um, <laughs> where they kind of worked, uh, so the Barovia in Ravenloft was the first Dread Domain, um, and Aslan and Strahd tried to work together to find a way out to leave. Uh, at some point, they couldn't get along anymore, and Aslan rage quit and just left again and walked out into the mist, and then Darkon formed around him. Um, Aslan Rex literally means King King. Um, <laughs> because when he came into the mist, he could only speak the language from Greyhawk, and they were like, who are you? And he was like, I'm Aslan Rex. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I'm the, I'm the king. Yeah. So his actual name is lost to history. Um but then he went and Darkon formed around him. So one of the big deals about the end of the last Ravenloft um, setting was there was something called the Day of Ascension where Aslan was trying to figure out a way to get loose. Mm. Um, and, it, and it wasn't clear whether or not he'd accomplished it. And in the book, he's just gone. And because yeah. he's gone, Darkon is falling apart. And other Dark Lords, would-be Dark Lords, are fighting to kind of like take the throne. Um, in our story... Um, we very much answered like where he is and what he's been doing this whole time. But that's, that's the situation in dark on, you know, when, when you crack the cover on Van Richten's guide. Have, have a, has a dark Lord ever escaped like into back into like the material plane or anything like that? Aslan's the closest. Um, yeah. The well, actually Vecna got loose too. Um, was Vecna, Vecna a dark Lord at one Vecna point? was. What? Vecna, Interesting. Vecna was. Vecna got loose. Um, his, also, his dark domain was Hawkins. Uh, <laughs> also, um, also, Lord Soth is capable of being redeemed uh, mm. because Lord Lord Soth is D and D's Darth Vader, legally distinct. <laughs> um, and the thing that sets Soth apart is Soth actually feels bad for the things he's done. The rest of them don't. Um, oh, even also, that is Vader. Lightning rail. Also, what? <laughs> Wait, what'd also, you say? he got hit by a lightning rail. You know, as one does. That also is a thing that other Dark Lords haven't experienced, canon. I don't think. That is true. <laughs> That's literally that not happened. canon. That's fine, but I'm still going to crow about it. We say it's canon here, dang it. It's true. It's not not canon. Again, this Ravenloft. You had a weird dream, but it happened, you know? <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's that's the deal with Soth. The rest of them are irredeemable because they're... Um, 
well, quite frankly, they're evil, you know, mm-hmm. um, even they, they, they'll make excuses or like a lot of them are aware of the things that they've done that were wrong, but they still feel like, like Aslan, for instance, is aware of the fact that killing his son was not optimal, but he's kind of like, son shouldn't have sucked. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, Strahd killed his brother, oh. Sergey, you know, he's like, he shouldn't have come near my woman. <laughs> right. Right. Actually, in Van Richten's guide currently, uh, Sithicus, Lord Soth's domain, isn't even in here. Uh, we brought it into Black Dice Society because we brought it back from from the past. But the past, um, the past. But that is one thing um, that is unusual about that character in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of them, um, they just kind of have to be appeased and evaded. Um, on occasion, they can be fought, they can even be killed, but they come back. It's a it's a loop. Um, so that's like even if you beat Strahd in you know, 50 years, 100 years, or whatever, he'll come back again, and the whole process will begin again. I, as, as someone who runs games that, like, all my home games take place in the, the same timeline and everything like that, I genuinely enjoy that because I had a uh, group go through uh, uh, Curse of Strahd and defeat him, but I had it set, like, 200 years prior to everything else, so I'm like, I get to use Strahd again soon. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Well, the, the book doesn't say whether or not Strahd is aware of this. Um, mm. in, in in our story, we knew Aslan knew and basically was like Strahd doesn't know in the way Jason Carl played it for us, who is our Strahd, was like, of course I know, but what difference does it make? You know? They come to the castle, sometimes they wreck their faces, sometimes they wreck my face. It's just Tuesday. You know? <laughs> yeah. That that makes sense with it being Jason Carl. Like that 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 definitely yeah. sounds like his sort of Strahd of just like, why do I care? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just tremendous boredom. Yeah. And, and I, I do think that's one of the things that does make the Dark Lords in general, like, so terrifying is it is like those, like, why should I care? Why should I care how any of this goes other than the way I want it to? I will say the times I've played characters like that, the times I've played truly old, truly powerful characters, I almost always lean into indifference. I'm like, after thousands of years, this you wouldn't be malevolent anymore. You know what I mean? You're like, I've I've hurt so many people. Like, okay, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's I've seen everything. A big part of that was um Vampire Hunter D, the anime, Count Magnus Lee, who was ten thousand years old. Uh, and he was like, It's just boredom everlasting. He's like, I've seen everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and like, I think that 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 was just such a like formative thing so early for me in storytelling <laughs> that it's like most of my big bands are like that, that it's like I wouldn't I wouldn't be like, I'm like, I used to I'm I'm for a very long time. Now it's like, eh. um, but let me tell you about some of these specific dread domains. Yeah. So Blutspur uh is the mind flayer domain and the thing about blue spur is you don't go to blue spur you remember having been to blue spur absolutely terrifying detail yeah absolutely terrifying (laughs) yeah and the dark lord there is um the god brain which was uh an, an elder brain of the mind flayers that is sick and dying um which recall when we talked about mind flayers they um the elder brains are formed basically by adding the brains of other mind flayers to this like central mass. Uh, so gross. Shout out to our homie encephalithid. Um, <laughs> and um, they, they are aware of each other, but they don't necessarily like work together. If that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. they're all, all of them are trying to be the top one. 
and the god brain was sick and dying and quite frankly going a little mad and the rest of them got together and banished it and they banished it out to the far realms and the dark powers found it in the far realms and brought it to uh the dread domains and that's they what blue quite the from. jurisdiction indeed they do indeed they do <laughs> So the the blue uh, the the god brain is there doing like twisted psychic things. All your Lovecraftian goodness, anything you teeth and tentacles, you can find them in blue. <laughs> yeah, the the episode of uh, Black Dice Society again. I won't spoil things if people haven't seen it, but the the episode in Blutespur is. I remember editing it, and I I literally messaged me I'm like, how am I supposed to write a description for this? <laughs> This is one of the best things I've ever heard, but how the hell am I supposed to write a description for this? <laughs> to which I say, you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. All worked out. Um, um, oh, God. I was going to say, I mean, we, we've been to a bunch of them, but I'm just kind of picking the ones we spent like any significant time in. So then there's the carnival. Mm. Um, so the deal with the carnivals is literally a carnival and mm -hmm. it, it can travel around. And it's one of the ones that has kind of a... Um, uh, it works well for like a core inciting incident for a lot of stories because it can come to you. Mm -hmm. um, if you've read the wild beyond the witch light, the witch light carnival in this carnival, um, the owners swapped. So he sold. I love that. Yeah. Well, you know, again, this is the part where I complain that if you read about Zabilna and the carnival and Van Richten's, she's yep. just this horrific monster. And if you read about Zabilna and the carnival in the witch like carnival, she's just sort of like this hapless fairy godmother who's just been trapped, you know? Um, <laughs> she spoiler. contains multitudes and some of the multitudes are terrible. Spoiler alert. She's a monster. Yeah. <laughs> so she, she's got layers. Exactly. <laughs> and she'll peel your layers. Uh, well, because spoiler alert, Zabilna is Tasha, another evil wizard from Greyhawk. So a Sararak, Vecna, hey! uh, Tasha, Aslan Rex. Um, am I forgetting anybody? They did like the Greyhawk Vecna. reunion. Did I, you say yeah, Vecna? I did say Vecna. Vecna, Sararak, Aslan Rex, Tasha. Yeah. I feel like there's other ones. There yeah, probably I mean, are. Honestly, even if there's just the four, that's four too many. Right? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, now, I guess Soth can Soth can do a little magic, maybe. Soth, Soth is from Dragonlance. Dragonlance. Oh, that's right. Dragonlance. That's right. That's right. Um, so now notice I said Soth is the only Dark Lord that can be redeemed. That's kind of not true. Uh, because he sold also can be redeemed, but he sold is not the Dark Lord. The sword's the Dark Lord. She just mm. carries the sword. Mm. So if you can get the sword away from her, um, you know, there's ways to still reach her because she's not evil. She's just got PTSD. Um, mm. and, and, and she is looking for revenge on the caller who love the caller. The caller is one of my favorite characters of all time. Um, in, in the old Ravenloft, it was the gentleman caller who was a succubus who was literally just trying to spawn a lot of offspring. Oh, Jesus. Um, in the new iteration, the caller is this non-specific entropic force uh, that is just out here to create chaos um, to an unknown end. Um, in our story, we mostly mostly put the face of a woman named Rose on the caller um, that she could kind of come and interact with them and just be like doing <clears throat> dirt on occasion. Uh, mm -hmm. But Isolde is looking for the caller to get revenge 
for things I won't tell you that the caller did, although the caller super did. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right, I, I've, I've been to, monologuing. I'm a stop. Yeah, no, no, to, 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 get, <laughs> get, to give your voice a break, I, I was looking at the other Dreadlords on, on the wiki, and, and I found the Vecna one, and I, I also found the book that this happened in where it was in Ravenloft. It was written by Monty Cook, which is it was freaking cool. Okay. Yeah. I know that guy. Yeah. Um and, but yeah, it's it's as Ravenloft adventure and then Vecna reborn. But the artwork Whoa. on it Oh, I, okay. I kind of want to get one. this artwork and frame it because it's the closest I've ever seen to like a D&D villain looking like, hey, what's up, MTV Cribs? Come check out my pad. Oh, and it, <laughs> it's so good because it's, just, it's Vecna just kind of oh, standing nonchalant yeah. next to like a wall like, of skeletons. <laughs> I now really I love it. it yes, please. Every, everyone look, look up Ravenloft Vecna Reborn. I want to frame this and put it in my house. It's so good. <laughs> that is pretty. That that is just like yo dog yo. You know, welcome to my crib. You like tortured souls of the dam, so we put some tortured souls of the dam on your tortured souls of the dam wall. <laughs> All completely accurate. I mean, that's a dope robe too. Like it I is a dope robe. robe. It is a dope robe. Yeah. Yeah. You would rock that robe. I you absolutely. Would. Well, and honestly, I kind of look like that right now. So it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what, in, in, a, in everybody's head canon, let's just go and say I look like that right now. Yeah. All right. There you know, what? I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I also just felt uh, my, my brain was not working because it's like, doesn't look like he has his left hand. Of course, he doesn't have his left hand. Womp, it's Vecna. Womp. That's his whole shtick. Whole shtick. Literally his whole shtick. Um, but yeah, so what what was Vecna's place? It was Cavitus? Cavitus. 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 Oh, there's nothing written on there. I have no inf right. further information for you. Would you like to know more? Um, Too bad. <laughs> this adventure is very like uh it it is jam-packed full of horror tropes. Oh really? There's a Rosemary's baby thing going on that where like Vecna reborn means literally there's this pregnant lady who's carrying what might become Vecna. There's lots oh of God. human sacrifice. Um I got it's I got, it's uh it's a lot. <laughs> I got I got the cover text here. From the depths of antiquity he arises. Trapped in a mockery of his former kingdom he broods. In hatred and spite against the one who betrayed him he schemes. The other lords of Ravenloft may possess horrific power, but Vecna is a god. Trapped by the mist of Ravenloft, the lich lord Vecna plots his escape and revenge against Cast the Destroyer, his traitorous former lieutenant. Vecna reborn takes brave heroes into the dark oppressed domain of Torgorok where Cass mm -hmm. um, whips his subjects into submission to serve the never-ending war against Vecna in Cavitas, a realm in the grip of the ancient magic and malevolent undeath. The heroes must struggle to stop arcane rituals, insane cultists, and monstrous abominations from granting Vecna, the chained god, the power to fulfill his dark dreams. Vecna Reborn presents a terrifying tale of betrayal, madness, and sorcery that may tear apart the demi-plane of dread itself. That's so metal. I love it. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I went to DM's Guild, and I'm like, oh, this is on there. And it's a 2 adventure, but I could I could convert it. This is this sounds cool. <laughs> uh, it is a chain of horror tropes. I love remember, that. I, in the best I, possible way. Remember I mentioned uh, the tiny, the the like, 
small list of dread domains near the end of the book. Kaz's domain is in Van Richten's guide. He's still in there. Oh, really? Yeah, it's called still... Tobag now instead of Torgrok. Yep. Um, but yeah, Kaz thinks okay. he's like constantly preparing for war with Vecna. Vecna doesn't even know where he is or care where he is. Well, I guess he probably knows. It, it, Maybe he knows. It's that madman meme of just like, I feel so sorry for you. I don't think about you at all. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. So if you go into Tobag, you're going to get recruited into the never-ending undead army that Kaz is assembling to fight Vecna, who never, ever shows up. I do like that, that in Van Richten's guide, it was it's like Dark Lord, Kaz the Bloody Handed, Hallmarks, Undead Military Dictatorship. This is the guy who took Vecna's eye in hand. Oh. And who technically has the sword that can destroy Vecna. Uh, yeah. Or destroy the eye in the hand if they are properly attached to someone. Yeah. Because otherwise, all you're doing is sending it somewhere else. Yep. Fun times. Fun times. Yeah. Yep. It's like a puzzle with <laughs> narcissists and undead. Yep, Kaz is, a, Kaz is a vampire, turned on Vecna and dropped his tower on his head, yep. And there was just the eye and the hand left. That's... So if you want to defeat Vecna, you have to find the eye and the hand, but don't find them too fast, because then Vecna will find you, but you also have to get the sword, but you don't want the sword, you don't cast to know you've got the sword, because Kaz wants the sword back, because he thinks he has to fight Vecna in Ravenloft. It's a logic puzzle. Also, <laughs> the sword is intelligent, and the sword really wants to destroy the eye and the hand. That too! Yeah. And, you know, you could be collateral damage. It doesn't care. Correct. I love you know? this. This is this is the kind of stuff that I love. I'm here for this. This is wild. Again, friends to, <laughs> friends to lovers. Friends to lovers. <laughs> to enemies. Friends to lovers to enemies. Um, so I, I, I think, uh, b before we check in with, uh, with chat, remember, uh, chat, you can put in question colon and then a question uh, about anything that we're talking about here and we will get to those at the end of the episode. Uh, but, uh, let me, let oh. me just point, let me point out two quick ones if mm -hmm. I can. Oh yeah. That's um, what I was going to go to. Yeah. Which, which ones do you want to go? Uh, Kartakis, Harkon Lucas. Um, it is the performance domain, uh, where Harkon Lucas wants to be famous so bad, but he's doomed to always be forgotten. Basically, like everybody in his domain thinks he's dead or retired. Um, and then um, the Sire 1313, the morning rail, which I've mentioned that one lots of times. So cool. It was it was the last train out of Sire and Eberron, and it didn't make it, and they don't know it. So who's it's just the, a ghost train. Dark Lord of that. It's a it's like a masked person. You don't know who it is. It is oh, it's really? like some. Yeah, it's like a it's like a, a VIP that is up at the front. The no last one... passenger. Yup. That's a cool name. Yup. Very cool. So the reason why the train didn't make it is they held it, waiting for that person to come and get on board because it could have they could have escaped and they didn't because they delayed it to make sure this person got on board. Oh, and when wow. they got on board, the explosion went off and the train was caught. But it's forever cool. ghost train. That's really cool. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the the other one that I was gonna uh, bring up, uh, another one that's been on uh, Black Dice Society, was uh, Falkovnia. Falkovnia, yeah, with the Vladeska Drakov, yeah. Freaking <laughs> voice every time gets me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, um, no, you know, full disclosure, telling stories in Falkovnia was tough because when I first started, and it's like a vaguely non-specific Eastern European fascist hellscape, was fine until certain real-world events happened that um, telling a story in a vaguely Eastern European fascist hellscape became a lot more complicated. Yeah. Um, but um, Falkov, so Vladeska Drakov, um, 
conquered Falkovnia, but every night of the full moon, zombie hordes attack Falkovnia. And her dark secret is the fact that she recognizes every single one of them because it's all people she's killed or her own soldiers and stuff. So it's kind of like... um, uh, this, this, but basically, she's actually living what Kaz thinks that he's living, uh, where it's <laughs> every month is basically preparing, and every month the zombies win a little more, and a little more of the land is lost, um, as they're like basically perpetually on their heels. That's pretty cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, 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 I've always heard the ad. It's like if you want to run uh, the zombie apocalypse, you put it in yep. Falkovnia. Literally, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Again, with a smattering of vaguely Eastern European fascist hellscape. Yes. Yes. Hmm. Um, okay. So and, and before we jump over to check in with chat, any uh, last thoughts from either of you about uh, Dark Lords, Dark Domains, and all that fun stuff? Mm. Mm? Okay. Um, mm. I will say Lamordia. Uh, Lamordia oh. is non-specifically Frankenstein's monster. If you ever want to do that story, that's uh, you said it in Lamordia. It's fun times there. Mm-hmm. You uh, basically, basically any of the universal monsters you can do in a legally distinct way in one of these dread domains. <laughs> yeah, there's the there's the mummy, there's creature yeah. from Black Lagoon, yeah, there's Wolfman, Dracula, yeah, it's yeah, pretty much legally distinct. Legally distinct, yes, yes, mm-hmm. indeed. Perfect place to scare your players. Uh, all right, let's check in with chat, and we're gonna start off with um. Autius. I'm going to go with Autius. Uh, question, how did the Shatterkai interact with the Dark Lords? I mean, I don't know that they do. Yeah. yeah. I think only in and of the places where they are, you know, pulled into the mists like anybody else. Because mm-hmm. the, the, the Dread Domains are separated from the Shadowfell. They are in it, but they're like, it's like a walled city inside, right? Yep. It's like the Lower East Side. <laughs> A very yeah. lower east side. Yeah, I uh I I've always in my head had the Shatterkai is more interacting with like the Raven Queen and whatnot. Um and, and not so much really going too much into the dread domains unless there was a reason for it. Um but I like I think during my Ravenloft campaign I had Shatterkai show up a couple times, but not in connection with um Strahd. What I will say is again uh, back to the thing that you can do stuff in these stories you can't do elsewhere. The Dark Lords decide who can come and go. So if you want um, Shatterkai to have just rolled in, you could. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I would say, like, innately or on a large scale, there's not really not really anything. Yeah. Um, okay, let's go to Jamek Unyielding. Uh, says, question. So the dirty bubbles of Ravenloft ostensibly exist in the Shadowfell. Do they occupy a physical space? Could they perhaps be relocated at times? Mm-hmm. I think the fact that they're sort of irredeemable means that you probably... The, the dread domain returning is unlikely. Mm-hmm. Um, but... What did you guys do with Koshmar? Because oh, Koshmar got taken away. So was um, there just a hole there, or it was no, an it was it an island? It was on an island. Uh, nobody's okay. gone back to the prime material to check. You know, <laughs> um, so um, we don't know yet. I, I will say, in Curse of Strahd, there is a, an ending where Barovia is restored. Um, mm. So yeah. there's there's a way. Yeah, it, the the way that 
that one I I did because when I got to the end of the that campaign, I was like, okay, so does does it go back to Forgotten Realms? Does it do this? Does it do that? Um, and it is kind of ambiguous. And I think I kind of left it up in my head that it's the the sun rose again in Barovia when Strahd was killed, but it was still very much in the mists. Like it, like it was like a dread domain that's happy for a little while, or at least <laughs> not as back. bad for a little while. <laughs> but well, it, it, it's still there also the another thing that is tricky is there when the domain gets brought over there's humans that can get brought over as well with the dark lord uh there's humans that can be born there but there's also humans that are created expressly as playthings for the dark lords like they're basically just like npcs in the drama mm-hmm. so i don't know what would happen to those people if suddenly you sent it back and they only ever existed to be the cobbler you know yeah um, well yeah uh, and i mean so many like in, in curse of Strahd, they're like yeah pretty much very few people in barovia have a soul because yeah. they just exist there there was exactly. there was a finite amount of souls when it got there. That's all the mm-hmm. souls we get. <laughs> yep. Yep. So it's canonical that Barovians cannot dance. That's right. They have no soul. <laughs> that is right. I like that. Uh, Jamie Ken Yielding uh, has another question. Uh, are there any major traits all Dark Lords seem to share aside from being uh, just generally awful individuals? <laughs> I feel like they're all screaming narcissists. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. There is no no self-reflection because self-reflection is a little death. And yep. so therefore they will never realize what their problem is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, sorry, I'm finally having a coughing fit over here. But um it's all good. Take for, your time. For for me, the um and I think we've talked about this before, the spectrum from good to evil is selflessness to selfishness. Yep. And they're all tremendously selfish. Yes. Um, you know, they feel like they're the ones that have been wronged in the midst of all of this. I'd say that's the number one characteristic. Uh, they're, they're the type that get the dread domain, they get the dark powers and then see all the bad stuff. And they're just like, but but I don't deserve this. Like, I deserve all of this good stuff. What, what, yeah. Why is this happening to me? Th- this is so unfair. Why so do I just unfair. have a bridge? Exactly. Mm-hmm. No one knows how hard I, <laughs> I have it. Yeah. Not even supposed to be here today. Like, I, like, <laughs> oh like my I, god! Like, Doing a freaking uh, clerk's dread domain where it's just the convenience <laughs> store. Just the convenience store. Yep, oh it would work. God. I just, I just now in my head, the headless horseman like ra- complains like a mean girl, but you can't hear it because <laughs> you didn't have a head. <laughs> oh, I love Another. that. He, he, he's, he's sitting in, in his covered bridge up in the rafters with his burn book, just like his jerk got away from me. He's he's mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I even wore pink today. I even wore pink today. Love it. Uh, Jay again yielding with a third question. Again, I, I saw you sitting in the chat. Uh, sorry for all the questions. Don't feel bad about asking questions. We, that's what we want to do. So, so, so ask all the questions. Don't worry about it. You're helping uh, us. <laughs> uh, question uh, so some versions allow people uh, parentheses like Whittle to replace Strahd as Dark Lord of Barovia could other Dark Lords be replaced in theory and what might happen to the original Dark Lord if they still exist at that point yeah theoretically you could replace them yep. but for me um, and this has come up if you replace the Dark Lord the domain would change because it was it was oh, a re- yeah. yeah yeah it was a reflection of that person your evil will be different <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your, your evil may vary uh <laughs> exactly yeah 
it's yeah, kind of no. like a oh sorry go ahead no 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 you're good i can say it's like that replacing um you know there must always be a lich king like when arthas died type thing yeah um, mm -hmm. so yeah yeah the um i mean one of the the hooks in curse of strahd is that strahd could be looking for his replacement Mm -hmm. um and i always thought that was a, a absolutely fascinating hook i didn't end up going with it but i i i really love the idea of straw just like testing a group of adventurers be like who's going to now be the the evil one who's going to take over my dread domain and whatnot i also like the idea of straw be like you know i've had a good run thought i might uh move down to yeah. miami <laughs> well especially because past a certain point it's like He's not afraid to die. He's like, this might not work. It might collapse and kill us all. That's ah, all right. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> yep. yeah, it'll be fine. Mm -hmm. uh, this is from, uh, oh my gosh, give me one second. Selen Drasama. Uh, they, they, uh, they found the title uh, Spectre, or yeah, Spectre of the Black Rose. It's a novel that uh, Lord mm -hmm. Soth uh, is, is in and returns to Kryn. Yep. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to get more into the Dragonlance book. I, I I got the three original ones and I got the new one, so I'm I'm, I'm trying to read them. I'm just very slow at reading. <laughs> right there with you, brother. Yep. But I do have crazy high retention. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, Cassius three three five question. Uh, <laughs> says with apologies to B Dave. Does the D and D lore have any particular notable plagues? But the thing is, though, is that I think. <laughs> I think spell plague is really the closest that it gets to. Well, so actually there's in Forgotten Realms, there are a lot of uh, diseases because, and I know this because I've used some of them. Um, the only one that I, there's the two that I know off the top of my head are feather lung, hmm. uh, which is That sounds lovely. Yeah. It's a, it's a respiratory disease where your lungs kind of desiccate and uh, it's very hard to keep the moisture in them. Um, and so that is in the God Catcher, uh, the main character's parents died in a feather lung epidemic and she uh, also had it. And so when she gets dumped in the sewers and has to hold her breath, it is scary mm. um, because she can't. Um, and then the other one is shaking fever that I know of, uh, because that is, and that is again, one where you, you get a really bad fever and you have tremors, um, you get kind of delirious, uh, Farida gets shaking fever in fire in the blood because Lorcan poisons her. So she won't go on this, uh, this rescue mission. Well, that's bah, rude. Bah, bah. Yeah. Their relationship's not good, yeah. but what do you, what do you want when you make a warlock pact with a devil who's, uh, yeah. not sorted his stuff out? So those are the two I know of, Shaking Fever, Fever and Featherlong. I know there are others because I, uh, you know, I discarded a lot of options for both of those cases that weren't um, appropriate. Uh, but those, yeah, those two stick in my head. Mm -hmm. I, 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 oh, what's up? I was going to say, I got, um, I got a list here. Oh, oh hey. Let's see, black lung fever, black tongue, dark rot, feather feather lung, flesh rot, green rot, marsh fever, shaking fever, shaking plague, spotted plague, white washing, and winter chill fever. Jeez. Oh, yeah, winter chill fever is kind of like pneumonia. Yeah, I feel like that's what I'm dealing with. <laughs> uh, our green paradox, cur uh, cure disease is going to be busy. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah that i i've i've only ever had the spell plague in it just because like plague stuff has always just made me eh, even before covid and uh and at least with spell plague it's like it's fantastical it turns them into like evil spell flinging you things power yeah and, and a drawback yeah um i was playing in a uh a, a ttrpg campaign that i will not name and uh when covid started heating up the uh the plot beat we were at was a plague was in the city and it was very similar to what was going on and i'm like i don't want to do this <laughs> yeah it's different these yeah. days yeah i'm i made a conscious choice in all of my stories even the ones like vampire said in the real world that just there was no covid yeah i mean there's there's a world where i mean like a lot of a lot of games like pandemic and stuff really did start selling more right at the beginning of it so there, there's something to be said for just like turning into the skid yeah but all, all things being equal i feel like that's not what people want no no <laughs> yeah uh, highly advise against it yeah um, like i said i had to way take the pedal off the gas of falcovnia i was like oh oh dear yep. oh, okay yep. right got it yeah 100 percent Mm -hmm. uh this one comes from uh lycanus 21 question uh if you could make a dread domain for your characters or any other characters you think uh would make a uh a cool dr uh, dread domain what would it be or dark lord sorry uh, what was the the which kind of character? yeah so, so essentially if you could uh make a dread domain with one of your characters or another character um mm. which one would it be uh which one would become a dark lord Oh man, Freely's dark dread. I mean, we, he's he's such a sweet boy that he couldn't end up with a, a dread domain. But right. you know, conceptually of the like giving him what he thinks he wanted, um, there would be a lot of fighting, but he would always fail to save his friends in the last moment. Like mm. like like he would he would not be strong enough to save his friends perpetually. That would that would be his his torture. Dang. I feel yeah. like if Havilar had a dread domain, it would also involve a lot of fighting. But actually, I think the thing that would be the worst is that everybody would praise her a lot for her skills, but it would all be really easy. It would be like, here, fight this limping um, goblin with a wooden sword. And then everybody would be like, oh, that was amazing. And she's like, you're patronizing me. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> yeah. I hate it. And probably like on the side, like Farida does something really amazing and people are like, that's nothing. And she's like, I literally know you're patronizing me. I'm not stupid. I think that would really probably eat her up. I think she'd always be looking for something bigger to fight. And then if adventurers showed up, she'd make them fight her. <laughs> I think uh I think I would do uh, my character Char Drake Spain. His entire point is that his family was like, all right, you're getting kicked out of the 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 family home until you kill a dragon because we're famous monster slayers and you have to kill a dragon. And there's been a long running joke of him never getting the killing blow on a dragon. A wizard literally used uh catapult to use his own sword and kill a dragon. So it's 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 not great. So I think the dread domain would just be him adventuring and every time he fights a dragon, something wild happens that stops him from killing it. That's that's yeah, it can be, it would just be a uh, very annoying kind for him. Of painful. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Felix and Celia would have a really tragic dread domain, but I can't think of what exactly it would be at this point. Mm. That's fair. 
Uh, I'm messing all the things up. Uh, all right, we got time for one more. Uh, let's go with Lurking Writer. Question, uh, why is Dark Lord the accepted state of <laughs> aristocracy? Uh, are there any dark barons, duchesses, earls, or empresses? <laughs> I mean, theoretically. No, 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 please. Gonna say, I feel like that's the uh, the additional thorn in the side of all these narcissistic evil doers. Is like you can never advance past the Lord Lady level. Yeah, they can't but aspire I, to anything. Yeah, yeah. Strahd's account, Aslan's a king, king. Yeah, which, which like forces you to turn toward Dark Lord because king, that's king. the thing. <laughs> Because, like, that's part of that sort of narcissistic personality is that you always want to make sure you're on the top. Like, you want to create a hierarchy and you're the person at the top. And if you know there are other Dark Lords out there that you can never actually interact with for the most part, you can never establish a hierarchy outside of your red domain. Mm -hmm. It forces you to turn back in. And that's the whole point is that it's this vortex that constantly pulls them back down into their own pain. So I I do think that might be part of it, right? Nobody's a dark king or a dark empress. You're all a dark lord or a dark lady. I like that. You're all equal. <laughs> Can't do anything about it. Bum, bum, bum. I know that's a, <laughs> it's just a socialist hellscape. <laughs> <laughs> They were like, not free health care. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I think that is a good place to wrap things up. Friends. If someone I don't like gets insulin, though. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> well, friends, where can people find you? What awesome things are you working on? Oh, you can find me on Twitter at Aaron M. Evans. Uh, you can join me every Monday on twitch.tv slash dungeonscrawlers at 1.30 p.m. Pacific for um, Concentration Check, a co-writing space. Uh, you can also pre-order my new book, Empire of Exiles. I'm uh, very, very excited about it. Uh, I won't stop talking about it till November when it comes out. Heck but yeah. if you can, if you can pre-order it, please pre-order it because those pre-orders tell the publisher people want to read this book, and uh, good things happen when people want to read books. So, yeah. thank you very much. <laughs> uh, B. Dave Walters, I say words about things. Usually, right this week, you can find me crawling back into my bed. Uh, <laughs> Please seven do. Ep seven episodes of the Black Dice Society left, although we're dark this week because half the cast is freaking COVID. Um, although the uh, the live game we did where they went and finally faced Soth um, should be up on the Gen Con Twitch. Um, I don't know if we've gotten the VOD for it yet uh, for YouTube. I don't know. But it's up on the Gen Con Twitch. If you didn't get to see it, uh, follow me on the Tweetograms at B. Dave Walters. Also, also, Voronika coming yeah. out in five minutes. Can we get the Voronika art up here? Get the Voronika hey. art. Hey, five minutes. Have oh, add her to your so formation. Mm -hmm. She's <laughs> just like, uh, just a little spiky. Just a little prickly. Just yeah. a little bit. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. She's fine. No, yeah. no worries. She's not going to mm -hmm. kill all of your party or anything. Probably uh, not. Maybe today. Fine.
Um, you can find me on Twitter at the Trevor. There is an A hiding in there, and I will actually be on Dungeon Scrollers tonight at uh, six p or six thirty p.m. Oh, that's right. Yeah, uh, hey. and I'm gonna be playing Garlock. And Garlock, spoilers, has a cafe now. So, <laughs> Trevor, I told I'll tell you, I uh, dry I did a dry run with Yang Yang uh, on it, and that's gonna be bananas. I cannot wait. I'm very excited. He has I a cafe. I love picturing Garlock go through this. It's called, <laughs> the, the cafe is called Paul's Beans because he has a he has an owlbear named Paul and it's he has little beans on his pot. I cannot <laughs> wait to run this I can't play to play this game ah! uh, so yeah uh, that's going to be happening later tonight on uh, twitch.tv slash dungeon scrawler so if you can uh, uh, hang out in the chat it'll be great um, yeah Voronika is coming to the game uh, in four minutes uh, so uh, go in and unlock her during Agaron's day and uh, yeah it's going to be a great time and totally not going to kill your entire formation at all not an evil dark lord uh, and don't, don't worry everything will be fine it's cool it's great Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but that is going to do it for uh, this week's episode. Thank you so much to Martin for moderating in the chat. Thank you to Lauren for producing. And thank you to Codename Entertainment for letting us have some fun and talk about some D&D. Uh, if you miss any part of the show, you can catch it later as a podcast on your favorite podcast service. And uh, yeah, that is going to be it. And uh, let's see. I think everything is normal today. Yes. Yeah. Mars has a show at one. And we've got Sketching Hour and we've got New Game Plus. So uh, be sure to stick around for that. But that is going to do it for this week's episode. So until next week, champions out. Champions out.